Welcome to From the Touchline, the Scarborough Rugby Union Football Club podcast. So welcome back to uh, episode three of season two here uh, from the touchline um, at Silver Roy. Cheren, we're back again. Another week on, another week, another grinding week through <laughs> and done. Um, we're into February as well, so that's yeah. always a plus, isn't it? It is. January's out the way. Hopefully everybody's been paid now and um, that's a nine week long month that January oh, turns yeah. into. <laughs> it, it does seem like it's just... An endless month, doesn't it, January? Yeah, I think a lot of it is because lots of companies pay people before Christmas. Yeah. And so you you kind of think, yeah, great, I've got loads of dosh. But then it... And then you forget, even, you know, throughout your whole career, it happens every year. It's not, it should never be a surprise. But every year, it's like, oh yeah, crikey, I've still got to get through January. Yeah, well before we uh, before we crack on with, with what's going, been going on at the club, we will this week um, put in the uh, session that me and Sharon went through for the paddle tennis, uh, because I just seemingly forgot that when we when I sat down to edit last week. I completely <laughs> forgot it. So it was in there to be added, and then it just never got put in. So... Enjoy it because me and Sharon had such a great time, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, and of course, just make sure you get yourself booked in um, because it was it was great fun. Good fun. Yeah. Right. Weird, let's go. It's weird ground, isn't it? So well. I'm going to serve first, okay? Right. So, oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> hey, I tell you what, that's quite good, isn't it? Yeah. This is great. We're <laughs> 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 in the panel. Oh, I'll take now. There's, there's going to be too much running involved oh, in this. There is quite a bit of running involved. If people Already? don't like if people don't like running, this is not the spot. No. Oh. oh, it doesn't. It's it, yeah. Gotta get used to where it balances. So, I hope, we don't Charlie. Have to worry about I hope it. that people that have listened to that get some kind of a glimpse into how much fun it was yeah. um, and that it encourages you to come along and, and give Paddle a try um, because as we've said on numerous occasions um, it's it's such an exciting new sport and we're so lucky to be able to bring you that from here at Silveroid and to quote um, an amusing text somebody who shall re- remain nameless sent me during the week it is the fastest growing sport in Europe. So I must say that quite frequently because I did have uh, the mickey taken out of me somewhat this week because of that. But anyway, it's a fact. So <laughs> yeah, well, it was great. Stick it in your pipe. Yeah, exactly that. It was good. And to be honest, even if um, even if you don't want to play it competitively like mm. we didn't. No, I, I would never play competitively. We just, we just went for a, a hit around and it was Get really good fun. In. Yeah, bit of cardio, yeah. bit of excitement, something different. Yeah, That's but, the thing. It's, it's about bringing something different into your into your routine and I yeah. think as well when you talk about fitness um, and obviously we have lots of conversations around rugby and around the gym about people's fitness goals uh, the same thing crops up time and time again if you're not doing something that you enjoy you're not going to stick at it mm. so widen your horizons and try something different yeah and you never know you may become the next star of the pedal tennis world Yes, or the first. Or the first. Couldn't exactly. any, but I couldn't I, yeah. either, but you know, that, that's not a dig to paddle tennis, but <laughs> not um, at all, no. you never know. So obviously we've got no first team game this weekend at Silveroid, um, but we do have the Vikings who are playing. That obviously is subject to potential change. Nobody ever knows really, do they? It could it could change, well, it may not. Well, there's a coach coming across from uh, from Valencians. Uh, sorry, yeah, yeah Valencians. Yeah, yeah um, it is. So, and obviously we've got Six Nations on as well. So um, I took a couple of bookings this week from some other rugby clubs in the area who I won't name and shame, but um, they're not able to watch that at their own club, so they're going to come and join us here. Wow, that's brilliant. that's brilliant. Yeah, Yeah, that's amazing. A couple of big bookings, so... Yeah, I, I was really pleased. So it'll be the Six Nations hub then, won't it? It so will, right. yeah. Um, but obviously England and Scotland, they play at quarter to five. Yeah, so that's on upstairs in the main bar. Yeah, so that will, that will coincide nicely with mm. the... Uh, the Vikings game because that kicks off at two fifteen. So yeah, come and have a full afternoon of rugby, watch some live sport here at Silveroid, and then settle in with a, a pint or a, you know, a lemonade, drink of your choice, um, and yep. uh, and enjoy the uh, Six Nations. Yeah, exactly that. Now the the uh, the Valkyries they've not been in action for quite a while, Sharon. Mm. They've had a couple of weeks off, yeah, haven't they? So they returned to uh, weather. I think we'll put paid to that uh, one. But I think um, hopefully we're through that now. Yeah, through the cancellations and the hard pitches and the yeah. the moving of minis around and everything like that. Um, <laughs> yeah. But they're next in action at home on the 12th of February. Yeah, um, to Hornsey. To Hornsey. So they're looking to uh, to return to the top of the table. Um, they're obviously in second position, trailing. Uh, 
I think it's Wensleydale, isn't it? Who they beat here at Silveroid. So, so yeah, yeah. Uh, that'll be uh, mm. that'll be a nice uh, a nice tempting tempting one. So obviously we've got our Google review, Sharon, mm. that's still up and running. That you're encouraging people yeah. to to write. Yeah, um, it's, right um, on. It's it's really kind when people take the time to do that, and it does make a big difference to us as a business. So, um, yeah, I am kind of actively encouraging people that I chat to here in, at the club, and all of my friends, bless them, who I've asked to do, you know, have an involvement here or spend time here, just to go on and, and give us a nice five star review on Google. Um, it makes a difference to us as a business. So, and if people are, you know, potentially not come here before and they check the the website well, the and first thing you do is you google you do you always you look at the reviews it and you look yeah. at the reviews so yeah. you know we need to get on that and and i've, I've put one in the easy in this week actually that um, um annabelle uh, white was very kind enough to uh, in fact she very kindly put a review on for the rugby club and i know her and her family use hartley's so she did a review for hartley's and she's a, a member at Barron's, so she did a review for Barron's as well. So thank you, Annabelle. That was very much appreciated. Mm, triple whammy. Yeah. All three. Triple threat. Yeah, exactly <laughs> that. Um, now, there is, of course, Valentine's Day just around the corner, Sharon. And, what um, are you doing Oh, I'm still undecided, <laughs> you see, on that one. Um, but we are, well, we're, we're delighted to bring a Valentine's Day's treat to Hartley's um, from Crofts of Scarborough. Yes. Um, who... Uh, will be bringing a, they're like a local chocolate manufacturer they are, aren't they yeah manufactured here in Scarborough so I thought it was really fitting that we worked with a, a local company wherever we can um, so yeah we're going to be when you come and get your drink on Valentine's Day you will be uh, given a, a lovely uh, chocolate to go with that so come and enjoy mm. um, uh, your, your usual coffee or tea and uh, and a chocolate on 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 us so. that's me sorted then <laughs> that's that's my other half sorted we'll be coming to Hartley's <laughs> She was all about going out. You're a catch, Charlie. We'll be going to ha- oh, He's supporting the local community. He's you see, a yeah. <laughs> um, and of course, there'll be new menus as well that have been phased yes. out. The the menus are coming in finally. We've got over the line. It's been a it's been a big job actually to try and get this right. We want to get it right for everybody, and um, it's not always as simple as it seems from the outside. But yes, the new menus are. Uh, all sorted and we'll be launching on Monday next week. Um, I've got to say, our new breakfast menu is banging. It is really, is it? really lovely. Yeah, there's some lovely new items on there. So. Can you not give us a teaser? Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. We're bringing in um, some um, buttermilk pancakes with a cherry compote and creme fraiche oh as a breakfast item. We've got bagels coming back. We've got sourdough crumpets with marmite or Nutella or jam or wow. marmalade or whatever you fancy. Wow. So, yeah, some really, really nice uh, It's making nice me hungry, things. that. That's making me really <laughs> And can hungry. I just say as well, I've I've helped out in Hartley's this afternoon because it was absolutely was it? heaving busy. Yeah, I, I mean, depending on when you're listening to this, um, there's been some strikes at schools. Uh, and we just seemed to be the place that everybody headed to today. So oh. if you've been in Heartless uh, today and it's you've had a little bit of a wait, thank you for being patient. Uh, the, the team, Gemma and the team there, did an absolutely sterling job at getting through everybody today. And um, yeah, thank, thanks for coming and thanks for, for spending your time off with us if you did decide to do mm-hmm. that. But yeah, next week, come and try our new menu. Mm, definitely re- reiterate, re- reiterate that. Now back onto the uh, two actions that have happened on the pitch, Sharon. I've got to say a quick shout out to the uh, under 15s that I watched on Sunday. Sunday yeah. yeah, what a great victory they picked up in the uh, in the Yorkshire Cup, mm. um, leading by 14 points to nil. They they should have really wrapped the game up early doors <laughs> in the second half, but Beverly came fighting back, and yeah. then with the last play of the game, um, Beverly had the ball piled over the line, and Scarborough just hung on. Mm. So it was a tense finish, I have to say, and they won um, by fourteen points to twelve. Yeah, it was a so, good game for them. A very good game. Yeah, yeah, lucky and, pitch three. Uh, it, that is the lucky. I didn't think about that. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you, yeah. you'd said that. You know, that, you know that that pitch is the lucky pitch, yeah. and I didn't actually think about that. And then when the now that you've mentioned that, I'm thinking, well, that's obviously why they won. Yeah, and it was great that you came down a to support the lads and also to help out and and do that video video capture for them, so they can have a look at that afterwards in their next training session. Mm. Um, and you know they can do some analysis and and have a look at who's playing where and what improvements mm. need to be made, if any. So it's a really it's a brilliant. Tool 
tool that we've got here at the club at, at Silveride. And if any um, any coaches are listening, any age grade teams uh, are listening, and you want to have your next game videoed, just get in touch with me, and I can uh, mm. work with the rugby ambassadors yeah, yeah. and get that organised. Or you might even get Charlie himself here doing uh, doing the video. So yeah, well, we have got three games that have been videoed this weekend, yeah, haven't we? So we we've have, got a yeah. busy a busy weekend mm. um, of games: the 13s, 14s, and 15s there away home and away to Driffield mm. and then the 16s are at home to Pockington is that that's another Yorkshire it Cup is, fixture yeah. Oh, yeah it is Cup fixtures everywhere yeah. and then uh, and then obviously um, your two or your one are in action is Paul mm. back he's or not he's not back yet he's he's very much fighting fit compared to where he was desperate to get back into a game he's, just, he's training he's just, but he's not a game fit okay, yet um, we've actually got a full side this week so wow yeah we've, I think we've got 16 players actually so yeah very exciting now you've said it you won't get a full side <laughs> Don't you've tempted that, fate you know. um, and also can I just say a big shout out um, one of the mums um, one of the Colts mums um, Stacey has very very generously um, donated uh, some a sum of money, and uh, we've been able to buy um, three new sets of bottles, the new squeezy type oh, bottles, brilliant. and some subs coats for the coats. Coats for the coats. Coats, coats um, for the coats. <laughs> so my diction wasn't very good there. Yeah, so uh, the lads are going to be really excited on Sunday when uh, I bring those out. And thanks to Stacey, thank you, Stacey, because we do appreciate it. It's lovely when we get support like that from a parent. And Stacey's like me. She's uh, her son Lou has been playing with with my twins since they were four or five years old. Mm. Uh, and it's just lovely that even at this stage, sort of 10, 12 years on. Um, just still want to support us and, and help out with things like that, and it's little things like that that actually make a massive difference to the lads. They'll, you know, they'll yeah. feel really special. So, on Sunday. so I, I imagine that sponsorship, you know, amazing that that people are um, are doing this. They will stay with the Colts. They'll stay with us yeah. for the rest of yeah. of time mm. until they've got holes in or whatever, you know, <laughs> in twenty years time or whatever. But the players who come up, then will still be able to to use those bottles mm. and the subcoats and everything like that. Yeah, yeah, they'll stay with the Colts. Oh, that's brilliant! Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. that's really nice. Really nice for to uh, for for her to do that. Um. So the girls' rugby. There's a nice photo actually on our uh, e-zine that Sharon's put on of a, a really nice of all the girls smiling. Mm. Um. With they our had a great session. Our new rugby ambassadors program, Sharon. Mm. Can you maybe explain a little bit more? I think it's yeah. the first time we've kind of talked about. Yeah. About so that. so in previous years, as as anybody that's involved with Silveride will know, there's all there's been a YDO associated with the club, a youth development officer. Um. And the reason that that we don't have one now is is the reason that my role now exists. So we, we made some changes last year, or the club did, uh, when I, I came on board. And um, while there's a lot that the YDO would have done from a playing perspective that clearly I don't, I kind of take on all of the, the back office side of it. Mm. Um, but what the rugby ambassadors are doing, are they filling that element of the role that I don't fill? Oh, okay. uh, so basically any any coach, uh, anybody involved with the team can, can come to me and say, right, we've, we've got this area that we need some extra help with and I'll speak with our lead ambassador, Tom Harrison, and he will work out who's best place to deliver oh, that okay. piece of training. Um, and it can be anything. We've got um, we've got uh, one of the ambassadors is covering for a coach who's taken a few weeks off. We've got ambassadors coming in to deliver very specific training elements to mm. different age groups. Um, we've got an ambassador that's coming in working with the younger ones, oh, working wow. with catch and pass. So yeah, anything and everything that um, is sort of play involved related or training, um, then come and have a chat with me and we'll we'll get something in, in the diary. Um, and that's why as well we've talked about the VEO being available for teams. We've, that is part of the Rugby Ambassadors programme to make that f- available for anybody that wants to have their match videoed. So mm. yeah. Which, yeah, once again, just to reiterate, if anybody um, wants the the VEO setting up and doing for the... Just get in touch with Sharon. She'll speak to me and we'll just get it going. Um, I I imagine there may be at some point down the line where we can do a taster session for everyone to learn how to use the VEO system. Because if I can get the hang of it, it it should be pretty Um, easy. And talking of taster sessions, I've had another interesting conversation this week um, with the rowing club. Mm. Uh, Now, rowing is... is, um, it's a really good sort of sister sport to rugby because of the seasons. 
Um, so anybody that finishes rugby and wants to carry on looking after their fitness and perhaps getting out on the sea, um, rowing is a brilliant way to do that. So we're organising, in conjunction with the rowing club, we're organising some sessions towards the end of the season where the rowing club are going to come up on a Sunday, have a chat with the coaches and the parents and um, and explain what's what. Um, and then they'll do a taster session for anybody that's involved with the club at the mm. end of the rowing season. Yeah. So, yeah, just just keep your eyes open for that. Yeah, I think Joe Marshall is a product of that. Absolutely. Um, so, obviously, we've got, just, just quickly before we uh, before we introduce our guest, Sharon, um, I spoke to Jake Lyon like, a couple of weeks ago, um, obviously the Australian that's just signed. Here's what he had to say uh, when he chatted to me um, all about his life at Silveroid. Jake, firstly, I know um, the first couple of weeks or months or so of, of you arriving here in Scarborough were probably quite difficult with your hand being in a pot. Um, but how have you found it since since you've been here? Uh, it's been really good, minus the uh, few weeks of really bad weather. And have you? But uh, yeah, everyone's been like really welcoming. The town's been like really like really nice, sort of relaxing, and nothing over the top. All very easy to get to and from everywhere. And I mean, I know obviously you've you've played quite a, a heavy part in in Matty Jones's side, sort of since you've you managed to get back to to fitness and everything. But that this post Christmas form that you've been on, bagging what three tries, I think it is. You you must be pretty happy with your contributions recently. Yeah, it would be nice if we uh, got the W on that first game, though. But yeah, sort of just trying to look forward to continue it and win these sort of last eight games. I think we have. And I mean, in terms of, uh, I know obviously I've spoke to Joel last week, and he was talking to me about the the, the move over. I, I guess it was really nice for you to see uh, and to have your mum in the crowd for the Pocklington game. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was, that was pretty nice. I think she was going to try and sort of be there last week, but. I'm, Obviously, that like got called off as well, so it was nice to get get her to see at least one of the games. And I know we're back to to action again on Saturday with a very tough trip to Old Broadlands. Um, it's it's it probably will be quite a, a forwards heavy kind of game. I know that's not the style that Matty Jones likes to play, but you could have a, a big part in Saturday's game. Yeah, hopefully, it sort of just want to have a big part in sort of every game I sort of play since I sort of basically end up missing half the season so every game sort of a big game to really cap off the season and how important is it that you uh, that you pick up a win to, to mo- a pick up a win yeah very I think um, if we keep sort of get the next two games we will hold off on that fourth position pretty comfortably so yeah very so the next year this week and next week is sort of very important so Sharon, I think it's time we get our guest here and we we introduce yeah. who who the guest is. Cool. Um, and uh, and yeah, we'll uh, we'll introduce because it's an exciting one. Yeah, it is. I'm really excited. I'm I'm going to go and let him in now. Oh, exciting! <laughs> this is a first. This is a first. We've just added. Our guest has just walked into the studio, and we're ready to crack on straight away. I think we are. I think we absolutely are. So um, I'm really really pleased to be able to introduce this afternoon. Mr. Jez Pratt. Hello. Jez, before I say anything, do you want to do you want to do an introduction or do you want me to no, big you up? Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. No, actually, no. I've got good. I've got my I've got nothing yeah. written down to be honest. So I'm going to let you do that. I'm going to let you just explain to our listeners who you are and um, why you think you've been dragged into my office on this breezy Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, uh, Jez Pratt. I've uh, been a member of the rugby club since I was five years old. So that's going back. How long is that? That's a few years, isn't it? Not that long ago. Not that long ago. When my dad was uh, playing down the old Silveroid and on and off been a player since, and obviously haven't played for a long time. Um, I think I've been dragged in to talk about the Rat Pack Mm -hmm. and a couple of other things we're involved in, but you'll tell me (laughs) if I'm right or not. (laughs) No, I just, um, to me, you were an absolute ideal candidate for me to reach out to. Um, and I did ask a good few months ago if you would come and have a chat in season one, but you totally blanked me on uh, on social media. So uh, that's why it's taken a little oh. bit longer to get to get you here. But uh, yeah, Jez is, is um, kind of a, a stalwart of the community. Lots of you will know him. Um, l- done so much um, with the Rat Pack, raising money for St Catherine's Hospice that has affected both mine and Charlie's life in, in recent years. Mm. Um, so I just thought it would be brilliant to get you on, introduce you to our listeners, and just have a chat with you about 
about the Rat Pack, about how that all started, how you feel it's going, what the future holds, and also your growing um, part that you play here at, at, at Silveroid, because you, you see, it seems to me like you, you're here nearly every day. You're here more than fact, I am. In fact, Mr Young's just got me for something else this afternoon. Oh, OK. Morning, rather, so <laughs> oh, well, if there's any, any jobs going, uh, you know, they'll, yeah. they usually get palmed off on somebody. Yeah. <laughs> you only have to say yes once. To you do, now. indeed, indeed you do. So let's go. Let's go back. Uh, so you just said you've been playing rugby since you were five, or you? Yeah. yeah. So let take us back to there. How did that start? And mini rugby at the old Silveride. Um, my dad used to take me down. Obviously, then I didn't like the cold weather. Most five-year-olds don't. It seems a bit better now, but uh, it was torture sometimes mm. coming off. Couldn't couldn't even do your buttons up afterwards, and my dad would be you staying on and all, you know. Yeah. But. Back in the old days, the good old changing rooms that were freezing cold, concrete floors. I don't know the ball nowadays. Oh, they? I know. I, I know. Loads of people say that, but yeah. Then uh, continued playing. Um, what did you play? What position did you play? Uh, winger or fullback. Okay. Most people, I can't lie on this. I know me. I'm not not one for tackling very much. <laughs> um, get the ball in the hand and run. That wasn't so bad, but I'd, I'd make a token gesture at tackles. If mm. I'm honest. Uh, so fullback maybe not the best <laughs> position, but uh, yeah, out the way. Um, and I remember some of the, the go away went to school obviously carried on playing but then when I left school I played football um, and that was my job so I had to stop playing rugby for five years because I wasn't allowed to do anything right. else um, but then got a bit disillusioned with football and came back to rugby and okay. realised I'd missed it but yeah. Um, yeah, they moved up here but I do remember lots of games at Silver Eye when Marcus had first come Marcus Edwards as we all know him and Probably the best player I've ever played. We put it mm. that way, um, by a long way. But um, being at fullback when Marcus was at fly half, I remember one training session, and they did a, an M two, miss miss two, miss both centres straight to me. Supposed to be speeding onto it, taking it and scoring. When he threw it that hard, it hit me in the chest and I just fell. Off. <laughs> I was like, I've never, oh, I couldn't catch oh, it. Wow. But, um, yeah, it was very good. But, oh, yeah, it's certainly there's some good memories down there. Yeah, um, yeah. But you know this. Place now is oh, it's an amazing facility we've got now, isn't yeah. it? Uh, and making new memories here. Oh yeah, massively. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fortunately, got to play here, which was good. Yeah. Um, a bit more breezy up here. Hmm. Do you ever get a run out now with some of the? No, no, no more. Don't no. fancy it. No dodgy shoulder. No oh, more anymore. So, okay. Yeah. No, no more rugby for me. So. Touch rugby? Do you not fancy no. touch? I don't want to sound disrespectful. But I don't think I'm there yet. Do you not? No. Hmm. Same with the walking football in here. I'm still, you know, play a bit of five aside and whatnot. But I don't think I'm quite there yet. Mm. Well, it's good we've got those options, though, isn't oh, it? Yeah. I guess you know we try and be, you know, a catch-all and have something for everybody. So I think we, we like you say it's thriving. And only this oh, yeah. morning, you know, we we come out with a squash and it's. You couldn't room in there. I was just saying to yeah. Charlie, I had to go and help out today. It was so busy. Yeah. Every table was, was taken. And with multiple parties on each table, yeah. it wasn't a case of, this is our table, you know, mm. don't sit down. Everybody was just welcoming everybody yeah, to no, join was, them yeah, because we were so see. busy. Mm. And the extension, when it's done, that'll be Yeah, it'll be lovely. Yes, it will. You, yeah. were, you, touched, so you played football as a job? Yeah. Or was that? When I was 14, I went to Sheffield United, Sheffield Wednesday in Hull City on trial. Um, totally different world back then to it is nowadays with academies mm, and whatnot. Mm. Um, and maybe because I was a little bit of a mummy's boy, I stayed at home because um, Sheffield United and Hull City wanted me, wanted me to sign for them. Uh, but I was it was only schoolboy form. Yeah. And then Scarborough suddenly decided they'd show an interest in me because oh, some wow. of the clubs had. And I ended up um, doing like the old YTS, like an apprenticeship at Scarborough. Um, which was technically my job, an apprenticeship then, back then it was... Yeah, different didn't altogether. Get paid anything. Then, no. But the academies now, it's a different world. Um, oh, yeah, wow. Neil Warnock was there and you know they, they had the school of excellence set up and then things went on and yeah, I loved it, loved my time there, but then it just didn't work out as I was hoping it would do. And I suddenly, Were you just not good enough? Yeah, I, I say I was too good for Scarborough, that's never yeah. <laughs> no, I just, um, it's a very... Fickle business is football. And oh, yeah, absolutely. I suddenly sort of a realization at sort of nineteen twenty mm. that you could even play at the lower leagues for a while, but it's not a long career, and you've got to be very lucky or very good. I think. I think so. when you become so involved in rugby, mm. you you see if you're just solely involved in football and you have no interest in in any of the other mm. sports, you you don't really see that. But when you see both sides of it, 
you then really do it opens your eyes to how mm. the, oh, yeah. the sports are so different yeah. the and polar opposite shows on a you know Sunday morning you can't get in the car park and there's four or five hundred kids yes. yeah. and, and the sign that's out the front about the respect yeah. you know you gain from yeah. you know, a football isn't isn't the best I don't think for youngsters you know the we still get away with too much referees. It mm. should be more like rugby. You know, yeah, you don't argue my, with a rugby referee. I had a problem when I started that because once I stopped football, I was going to play rugby then, and I loved it. I'd, re- I'd missed it massively. And at that point, because I'd played football as a job, I was very fit, so I, was, I enjoyed it. Um, mm. But my mouth got me into trouble quite a lot with referees, mm. just talking back, nothing mm. much more. And there was quite a lot of games... Um, you know, travel to North Ribblesdale, which is about as far as we can go. Yeah. Three hours away. And you don't want sending off when you've gone that far, minutes, do you? Yeah. And then come back on. Let's have another ten minutes. <laughs> so Just go and think about your yeah. actions. Yeah. But yeah, and you see the. I mean, my little girl, she's ten now, and she did actually come to mini rugby about a year, a bit ago. Some of her little friends, and I was more than happy for her to try it. You know, she got all the kit, looked brilliant, and yeah, she was just running about after the ball. She never played rugby, but she was enjoying it. If I'm honest, I was quite glad when she said, I don't want to go back after Christmas because that was when they were going to start tackling. And I mm. thought, I can't see people running into me. <laughs> yeah. I must admit, um, with my two playing, you do get that sinking feeling that both your kids, you know, I've got twins, they're both on the pitch at the same time. And you'd hope, you know, there's an element of watching out for each other, but that rivalry is there as well, uh, you know, and they're both, mm. they're so physically different. They, they pay, you know, that they play in, in totally different well, areas. You can see of the field. now that. It did worry more, though. I'd be more than happy if she'd have carried on. Mm. I mean, uh, mm. And I'd have been here every Sunday morning. Girls' rugby's growing at and an, an like immense rate. With Zoe. Mm. You know, she saw Zoe and when she was back only last year, sometimes she was using the gym and she was a bit starstruck. Mm. Um, and, I, and I said, oh, I'm going to ask her for a picture if you want. She was a bit. And afterwards, she said, I wish I'd had a picture with oh, her. But, so that kind of role model. Yeah. We had Steph on last week, oh, when yeah. I was on the yeah, podcast well, last week. Yeah. You no, know, three or four of them now, isn't it? That are yeah. Doing really well. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I'd have been happy, but I was quite happy that she. So you say there that football was for fickle. Um, what about showbiz? Was that fickle? Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, it can be, but I think the sort of levels that I've been at and the world I've been in it isn't. I can imagine, well, it is as soon as you go to try and do it as a yeah. career, there's a lot of competition. It's the same as everything. Yeah. You know, footballers, there's thousands of kids and one makes it. Musicians, you know, there's, there's I know, hundreds in Scarborough are really good, mm. but then they don't just get that break, it isn't it? It's just getting that break. Because so. you and I first met, really, I think, when we were doing Stars in the Rise. Stars in the Rise. And um, I was um, Dusty Springfield. Yeah. Um, yeah, did and we, we did we? some video, we did some hilarious videos in, in we used the club actually didn't we i wasn't even working here at the time well, but down the, down the corridor, corridor with the, with the oh, wow. yeah the it was and... such a brilliant experience i i've never done anything like that before and to go on stage and and the setup was so professional um that so was you, nothing to do with me by the way you just you know you literally did walk <laughs> through the the smoke like you do on the tv yeah. and tonight i'm going to be and and it was just one of the best experiences for me well, the i loved it, it as well is the the local stuff like at Burnist and other stuff you can do you can make the fun part before yeah. like all the videos yeah. and the people who helped with the editing you know and it was like watching telly wasn't it was it? Big show, it absolutely it absolutely was I had friends came over from Leeds and, and all over oh, just wow. to come and have the evening with us yeah. and, and watch it and obviously all, all fundraising and um, but yeah, just that aside, which was brilliant and can we do it again please um, well, funny you should say that <laughs> we might have the, a couple of things in the offing oh okay Excellent. Uh, so talk to us about the Rat Pack, the Clouton Rat Is it the Clouton Rat Pack or yeah, the Rat Pack? It, it's the Clouton Rat Pack and now it's King Willie's Big Band. Yeah. Um, at the very start, in the very first year, I, I actually wasn't in it. I was in, uh, I think, Mexico or something. Couldn't do it. Uh, it literally all started. A lot of people had a, loads more influence than I have ever had. Um, you know, Soggy, mm-hmm. Mark Gay were the main people who started it. And it was all to do with Mick Redman when mm. he passed away in the hospice. Yeah. Uh, and Mick was a huge part of... Massive, the, massive the character, wasn't he? Yeah. You know, the cricket, the, the village, the blacks, everything. And um, Soggy had been to see him and, and it set off that we wanted to raise... Cause Soggy was like, well, let's do something in Mick's memory, raise some money. And we wanted to raise £4,000 to uh, the, the electronic chairs that lift people up and down in the rooms to, to get one of them. He said, that's how much they are. So we set off with that in mind and... Um, I had a memorial cricket match. Um, I remember that first one. Lads, yeah, yeah. Damien Budd, obviously Michael, yeah. uh, a member and a player here. They were there with the teams. And then uh, 
went on and afterwards there was a bit of a, a band on, a few people singing and Soggy and a few others um, and raised a bit of money there and from there Soggy and Mark had talked about various things. Uh, Mark's sadly not with us anymore, mm. um, he came in the hospice um, but he was a genius Mark you know, as mm. a musician and very funny and stars in your eyes he'd been in some things and the pre-videos we've had, it, had of him chasing us down a little more close in in his dressing gown <laughs> as a fun thing you yeah. know. Um, yeah. So they started it, and that very first year, and I, I remember coming back because I'd been away until the second night of the, the last of the world. They needed two nights, and I remember on the Saturday night thinking, uh, a lot smaller then. Yeah, this is amazing. You know, yeah, we've got uh, we've really got something in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, um, they let me in after that, um, and it's developed in, since then. And obviously, I think now, obviously, since since Mark's uh, not been there, Will's taken a Will's and losing out. He's a genius, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, and what a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, do anything for any of us. Yeah. Um, and for the for the kids and everything, he does loads. I mean, he's teaching music now as yeah. well. But, so he's he's taken it now, and we're on a, a different level. Different I say level. we, the band, are on a different level. Yeah, yeah. We're just five daft lads from the village. Here. But do you know what? That's sing, what makes it... Have you seen these guys play? I haven't. Oh, Charlie, seriously, that is what makes is it that, so brilliant. That you do what you, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I went along uh, in December this year to the village hall uh, on one of the evenings there and you just can't go anywhere locally and have as much fun or as good a night as, as you have when these guys are on. I think on. it seems to... The, the gel and the, the differences between people seem to work. I mean... The musicians are all very clever. Yeah. I mean, they're so clever. They, they play to us. Yeah, because they make you look we good. We haven't got a clue yeah. what we're doing. <laughs> you know, most proper singers will sing along with the band. They have to change for us. And... I've got to say what I love about it are those really special nights where you're looking at Tim and going, what are you doing? Yeah, we did well, not talk about this. No. <laughs> <laughs> and that's really makes you know. I mean, I think now we've got 19, 18 or 19 piece band you know, five, six saxophone trombones have joined this year, four yeah. trombones. Um, young Charlie, who's, who plays, he's just got into the National um, Youth Band for, mm. I don't think he's playing trombone or one of his other instruments, but, you know, he's only still young, mm. so he's in, him and his mum, you know, three trumpets. We've got Pete uh, Thompson from the 83s, an MBE, still playing with his yeah. bed all over. Yeah. Um, you know, and we've got some amazing people, and Will just leads that. Yeah. He's so clever. I mean, he's a conductor he can sing himself and he doesn't he lets us you know and it's weird after because we we're suddenly the ones stood there and people clap us but then you forget how good they oh, are i don't think anybody forgets that i think I, I honestly don't think you could ever come away from a night with the rat pack and not realize where the real time <laughs> where the real time is yeah. you know what i mean yeah. though but i, I don't yeah, think you... that, Sharon, I'm yeah. Off now. yeah just don't, no, it, don't get your coat it's um it is good and the, the beauty is that they i mean every song they have to will has to write all the parts and they have to learn every song we mm. have to just learn a bit five of or six numbers yeah. and come along and turn up but you, you mentioned tim i think one of our unique selling points is we have tim who Sort of host the evening. This is um, Tim Tim Osborne. Tim Osborne, yeah, and he he's a comedy genius. He's so clever. Yeah, he's. Um, uh, I, I have, he, he's uh, naturally got a few victims with us on stage. Yeah. Especially Clive, bless him, Clive. Oh Robin, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes forgets some of his words, and but every time he, we see why he does because Tim's still on his shoulders. Totally distracted. Exactly yeah. in his knickers. He's trying to sing a serious song. <laughs> he's, got, he's got his strapping his back in his yeah. boxes. You know. In his boxes, yeah, shouting at him. I've got a very vivid memory of watching you out at Staxtonbury and Tim clambering up that pole in oh, the, the pole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've got some photographs. I mean, there's some great memories and stories, but um, but it's set it's set off that um, for four thousand pound. Um, we raised that reasonably easy, and then the, the cricket carried on for a while, and we did it in conjunction. That's sort of um, gone off a little bit now, but we just carried on. Obviously, yeah. Rat Pack, and I think last at the December one, in fact, Rob Webb was just saying the other day that I think we're around about two hundred thirty thousand pounds, nearly a quarter of a million pounds. I mean, so if we get, yeah. we're hoping this year or next year, probably next year, we'll yeah, get to two fifty. Yeah, yeah. Um, but again, it's hard because. Getting twenty five us together, yeah. Especially because all the band, the musicians play in different bands. Yeah, and yeah. They're so clever that they're in some of them in three or four bands. I would say they'll so be in multiple bands. Up, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it is, it's hard to get us together. But when we do, and, and we just had a meeting the other day, and I don't know if I might be announcing something unofficial. Oh, you heard it here first, oh, listeners. Well, we're doing the 
hospice ball again this year. Right. Last year it had to be cancelled. I think yeah. COVID and other things and just ticket sales and the timings, it just wasn't just wasn't right. Um, but this year we met with Tracy and, and Rob from the hospice and it's on the 2nd of, de- 2nd of September. Just write that down. Um, we're doing a full night. Uh, we're still looking at the options of what kind of, if it's going to be a meal or whatever it's mm. going to be. Um, and then there may be... Drum roll. I think I'm going to get in trouble for this. Oh. You're in a safe space, Jess. Yeah, talk to be, us. Yeah, there's nobody else listening. No, no, wait, no, we haven't got any listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Just say it. You know, you want to say it. It might be a strictly before it. Oh. Oh, and, and amazing. The, host, the hospice are going to organise. Oh, wow. um, oh that's. I'd love the idea the, of that. Tracy's been to a, a hospice ball in Hull recently where they did a, strict, full, a strictly show with tobacco tracks, but. Um, if it works all right, our intention is to have the rap king mm. with his band playing all the songs live like it is on the telly. Oh, oh my that, god, um, that would be amazing, wouldn't it? Before, so that'll be a pre, a, like a pre-show. Yeah. Then us afterwards, but the whole night. So. Oh, that sounds fabulous. Oh wow! And you know what? The thought of something as amazing as that locally, especially this year where people are struggling, and you know, there's so mm. m- much bad news. That something like that to look forward to is just yeah, absolutely what anybody needs, isn't it? We're looking at um, not having a 45, 50-pound sit-down meal because I mm. think that's a big problem. I think time. so, yeah. It's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. When you take your taxis there and drinks mm. and whatever, you can be spending a lot. So I think they're going to be looking at mm. about half that price. Not then, mm. what do we do? Do we do a buffet? Do we know? There's mm. all sorts of options. But, you know, like Tony Skingle does an amazing oh. show down Yeah, there. he does, yeah. Um, yeah. And he'll get 700 people in there. Yeah. So, and it's... You know, so the, the the people are, will be there to come hopefully, and you know what you know we you have to read the room nowadays, don't you? If if yeah. the, if the want is there, but you, the, you know you can't back it up with the fact that the ticket sales are fifty sixty pound each, then you change what you're doing and make it yeah, available absolutely. to people. You'd surely better fill in something at a less yeah, price and not selling any tickets and, and at we all. Can have, we could still have four hundred people sat down, exactly. another two hundred fifty upstairs in the balconies. Mm. You know, the reduced rates. So. I'll soon find out if I shouldn't have said anything. You will, yeah. We'll get we'll get shut down, won't we? Yeah, exactly. It'll be reported. (laughs) They're gonna, and I think it will. It's something that makes it a different night for us as well, Mm. Uh, and something that maybe if it works out, we can say we can go other places and do Mm. a full night of whatever. Mm. Um, So I think they're going to be looking for the dancers, and they're going to involve local dance studios to actually do. And the idea again is we'll do the videos as we go along. Oh, amazing! And play the videos racing on the night. Yeah. so we've got that in September, we're back at the Village Hall, December. Okay, for brilliant. Of, probably the first weekend, we haven't got the dates yet. Um, and we're just looking at whether we're going to be YMCA again or anywhere else at the moment. But it's just quite hard to get us all together. Charlie, you need to get tickets this time. I will have to get tickets, yeah, won't I? I will have to get tickets do. 100%. Mm. I mean, I think if we're honest, you mentioned the, the Village Hall shows at Burnish, and that's our favourite. Yeah. Where we started. It's, as a Village Hall goes, it's... Probably the best village hall. We've all got so blurry. many memories, haven't we, of, oh, yeah. of that village? I had my first kiss in that village hall. Yeah. yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Back it. Hell, where are we going <laughs> now? <laughs> that suddenly changed. Yeah, that has suddenly well, changed. Yeah, you know, I grew up in the village. Talking about from this being, to now the Sharon's first kiss. From being yeah. eight and uh, yeah, was but Berniston. <laughs> so all, um, all our listeners are going to drive <laughs> past there and be like, Sharon's no, first not, kiss in there. No. Village dance on a Friday night. Well, it was, uh, one, yeah. one of those blue flags. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Well, sorry about that. I just I, I remember it vividly. No, I can, right. Yeah. Anyway, we'll leave it there. But it, it's certainly one of the best things I've ever been involved in. I'm, I'm sort of privileged to be there. With yeah. Them. And it's uh, with a group of real good mates and looking after each other and, and That's mix it, with, isn't it? You know, mm. Soggy, Stevie, Clyde, Tim. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we mentioned Tim, together. but you can't not mention Stevie because he's yeah. obviously the other half of that duo. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. But, and then, uh, you know, Tim's all sorts of Stevies, you know. Yeah. Brings him out with boxes of puppet and yeah. sings, uh, you know, Jungle Book and things like that. Do you ever fall out? Does any of you ever fall no, out? No. Never. We're yeah, not yeah. girls, are you? It's only <laughs> girls that fall out. And Soggy's, yeah, it's no secret, he's got the best crooner voice. Oh, totally, yeah. And, and for a big lad, he's a big softie. I'll tell you what was lovely this year, though. Having been at the spa last year, um, at the dinner dance that you guys did there and seeing how poorly he was. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then seeing him again this December, it was like a totally different New person. person. He's, uh, yeah, and he's back to coming here, coming yeah. to the gym, doing a lot of things, um, you know, and it just shows that everybody knows everybody. Yeah, absolutely, uh, yeah. Locally. yeah. Um, you know, we, we do a lot of, uh, 
uh, we used the facilities quite a lot we worked to do various courses and yeah as i say graham just called me again for something this morning so well as i say i see you i see you in the club in and out of the club most weeks really now it's just having a cup of coffee just yeah. Oh, excellent. So yeah, we hope to carry on as long as we can. Um, you know, we're, we're incredibly lucky that the backing we have. Yeah. Um, people will come here because it's for the hospice, and also like with people like Rob Webb. Yeah. You know, we've got two geniuses, Will and Rob. Rob Webb works at the hospice mm-hmm. in the IT department, but he does all our technical. Mm. Um, you know, and he'll turn up with Tim. Tim goes to him every time with our walk-on music, and then of course we look up on the video and there's. He's abused us some way or another and tried to, you know, take the mick out of us. Um, and Rob just does it like that. Yeah, um, yeah. And they say they both. We did something for my work at the moment um, at Children's Home, the top of Windbank County Council Children's Home. And we did a song for fostering a couple of years ago. Um, and Will, Will did it with us. Yeah. And Rob did the video for it. It was unbelievable. Um, so, you know, they've... The, just help anybody as much yeah, as they can. Yeah. And I guess that kind of shows as well all your different backgrounds coming together and utilising the skills that you've got as a team yeah. in other in other areas, which is which is lovely, you know. Yeah. And I think we've all realised none of it we couldn't do it without each other. No. Um, no, because it just wouldn't be the you same. Could, you, know, you could maybe mad the odd person missing now and again. I mean, mm. I've, I've missed like YMCA before with with my holiday and you know, but it's and maybe one Saxophone might miss, but we couldn't miss too many people. No, no. Um, and certainly the big, that show at the Spa show, you know, Soggy was there, mm. but uh, and Nick stepped in. Obviously, Nick, Lisa's brother. He was great. Connection. He was yeah, absolutely great. Yeah, but yeah. It, it, it made us more comfortable and Soggy that it was somebody we knew anyway. So just to give you a little bit of background, Charlie, Soggy had been really, really poorly and um, he'd managed to get himself to a situation where he was well enough to come on stage. He came on in a wheelchair, didn't he? He yeah, brought well, him on in a wheelchair. I think that was... Was that just Tim for... Just, yeah, just being Tim. Up, but okay. Yeah, but he, but did, he did look he comfortable in the chair. Yeah. He didn't... Yeah, yeah he, he really didn't look yeah. like he was up to much more. And he'd lost so much weight. He managed to sing one song. He did one song, which and it became a very, very emotional night. It, you know, in more ways than one, because yeah, obviously yeah. Stevie had just lost yeah. his dad and... and Literally, the whole audience was just blubbing. You know, oh, it, wow. it was such a, a really emotional evening. Yeah, um, and, and the link, like you mentioned, Stevie's. And the, sadly, um, I mean, Rob, the genius, halfway through the show, Charlie put a video up, "Back to My Way," which was always Mark Gay's favourite song, and it's a it's a story of people we've lost, and mm. probably eighty percent of them have been in the been hospice. In the hospice, um, yeah. So mm. you know, Stevie's dad, Rob, passed away in there, and mm. you know, it, they, it just shows that. Um, they do so much for everybody up there. Is your mum still involved up there? No, I mean, she, she got, she's got over the fact she thought she ran the place, even though she just worked on a, a weekend in oh, the out hours. Do you know what? She was so lovely with yeah. me when my mum was in. She was there on a Friday morning, and every week I would go up, well, every day I went up, but I saw your mum every Friday, and every Friday it, there was the look as, oh, you're still here, you know, she's still hanging yeah. on. But she was. She always made a point yeah. of chatting to me. And, and they all are. I mean, she, she hasn't been back as much, um, but... You know, she loved it, and, mm. and you see the amount of volunteers they get up there, mm. um, and people that are willing to do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, everybody. Going back, Moe, Andrew Stevenson. I was, yeah. I was just going to touch on a yeah. massive, massive part of this place, and well, my life, and a lot yeah. of people's lives. Uh, yeah. He, he obviously, when he was in there, and some of the stuff, when he was in the hospice in his mm. last few days that we got up to and got away with, because yeah. he wasn't doing. You know, it's, yeah. Even the fact that he. You know, he's been stacked in cricket club through and through all his life and put him in the Kirby Moorside room. So <laughs> I went and got a plaque and put it on and there's no oh, can I put this on? Yeah, of course you can, yeah. you know, put it on the door. Yeah. You know, so you know, he's on our video. Yeah. You know, yeah. But, but we have to be careful where we show it because the the picture I've got on I mean, it's in my mind, it was on one of the rugby tours. Um, and it, it was his first tour, so he, he got the stick mm-hmm. and he had to wear something that wasn't very much. Um, for the whole tour, and we've got a picture of him stood on a pier, wearing like a rugby jock strap. Yeah. Um, and not a lot else. Not much else. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And he was walking around, but he just epitomises, you know, yeah. Moe, and um, you know, he was say, a huge part of this. Place yeah. As well. yeah. Yeah. Well, we have Moe's Day every year here. Yeah. Well, you, you, yeah. you and I were both here last year, weren't we? And, yeah. and um, we raised a lot of money that day. Yeah, so Sam's been back in touch for this year. Um, you know, it's over ten years now. Yeah, uh, it is. Yeah. And I, and I think this will be the 
think it was 10 years this year since Moe died, but next this coming year will be the 10th year of doing the match. Yeah. So hopefully we'll do... Make it a big one. Make a big one. Yeah, um, would be good. It'd be really yeah. good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and sadly, obviously, more club members have died and... Yeah. You know, now we've got Keith's Crusaders. Absolutely. Keith's Marauders. So. Yeah, yeah. It's great yeah. that that we can, you know, res- show respect and remember people in that way, yeah. isn't it? That had such a big part in yeah. the club. And, and the stuff that goes on, you know, the Remembrance Garden and that people have kept going and, yeah. and doing and, and the things they're doing. It's just it's yeah. fantastic. But, yeah. And it just shows Scarborough's just like a big village, really. It's, exactly. Everybody yeah. knows everybody. And yeah. There's always somebody you can call on to do something. So. Yeah. Well, Jez, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you this afternoon. I hope you've enjoyed it I as much as we have. Yes. Yeah, wow. Amazing. <laughs> we've we've got through so much there. We have, the way yeah. Well, there was always going to be a lot to talk about, well, yeah. wasn't it? And you've probably noticed Charlie would like to talk. So. That's that's good for us, isn't it? It is. A podcast's good not good if people don't want to talk. If people don't want to talk, no good at all. So no. It's and brilliant. found out where Sharon's first kiss was. Exactly, yeah, exactly. you would never have known. Fact, so. I'm at the village hall tonight at the Panto <laughs> rehearsal. Do you remember exactly where it was? I can, yeah. Can, yeah. You know maybe. where the hatch is, where you buy the drinks? I and do. Sweet. Yeah, it was I'm just in front of there. I'm going to go there tonight and have a quiet yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah just there. close your eyes and... <laughs> Think of Sharon for thirty seconds. No, there. it wasn't thirty <laughs> seconds. Bloody hell, he wasn't that good. That Tracy were there tonight. I'm going to point out to her. Jez Pratt, thank you. Thank you very much for joining us, and You're thanks welcome. for giving us some insights there. And good luck with everything that you do in this year. I will certainly, assuming I can get tickets, um, be there to support you at yeah. uh, at the gigs. You keep an eye out for the September hospice. Oh, definitely. Start. Yeah, definitely. 100%. I'll Let get Tracy know you want to dance. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about me dancing. Is it? Oh, I don't know if I'd push people away. Right, Cheers, Jez. See you guys. Thanks, darling. Bye-bye. Oh, Jess Pratt there. That was brilliant, wasn't it? We've done it all live. Oh, do you, yeah, it's do you know what? incredible. That is the first time we've done that. Where, where we've our, just done it live. Our guest has arrived as we've been recording. We've invited him in. He's sat down. We've had a chat. He's got up and he's gone. Got up and gone. <laughs> he's just left. He's not here anymore. Um, Sharon, amazing. I enjoyed that? that. Really was amazing to speak to Jess. Um, I, you know, I imagine my dad's got some great memories with Jess. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just amazing to speak. To hear, mm. to hear his story, I had no idea that he, you know, he played football. Yeah, yeah. For f- well, essentially for work, mm. you know, I had no idea that that mm. was the case. Um, but you know, he's he's an ever present figure, isn't he? Here, he is. Yeah, and as you sort of alluded to there, you know, his role I think is is growing here at the club, and you will see him around, and he does come and play squash, and and you know, as he says, he's a regular in Hartley's, and with his work, he he utilizes the the conference room upstairs, so he's quite often here with colleagues, mm-hmm. and it's just that's what we're about at Silveroid. We've got so many different facilities and so much to offer the community um, it's just brilliant that we've got this forum that we can talk about it mm. and we can invite people in who experience it firsthand yeah. that can say yeah it's great come and come and give us a try yeah definitely well uh, that was Jez Pratt our guest here on uh, from the touchline here at Silveroid Sharon um, for anyone out there in, in Scarborough that may be thinking oh I just want to start the gym but I'm a bit sceptical is the process difficult yeah, how do I join maybe do we I do? should show them maybe we yeah. should let them listen to exactly how they join let's do that hello welcome to Barons Fitness how can I help today uh, just looking to sign up to the gym please no problem at all have you been around the facilities or have a chance to look at any of our memberships uh, not really, I'm just looking for the gym and maybe some classes too. No problem at all, sir. Our green membership is gym only. You get access as long as we're open. So we open at 6am um, and close at 9pm Monday to Friday. Saturday is 8 till 6, Sunday is 8 till 4. So you get access to use the gym as long as you want within those times. Um, you do get offered a free induction, which would be one, with one of our fitness instructors or personal trainers to show you around the gym and how all the kit works and get you up and running. Cool, that sounds amazing. Yeah. If you're interested more in classes, we've got our blue membership, which is £29.95 a month. With that, you get all your standard classes such as circuits, kettlebell, barbell included within that package. If you did want anything which is more on the premium package, with that you'd get spinning, pilates, pure stretch. They're £2 extra with that membership. If you found you're doing quite a lot of those premium classes, you'd basically go onto black membership, which is everything included. And when you come into the gym as well, if you did use Hartley's, you do get a free coffee um, when you come to the gym. Brill. Am I locked into any of those memberships or can I just move as I please? There's no contracts. You can swap and change as you wish. Um, we can manage that for you. Um, or through the app, you can manage that yourself as well. Cool. That sounds ace. Yeah. 
And how, would, would I, when I'm booking classes, how would I go about doing that once I became a member? Once you became a member, we can basically do it all through the app. Um, so on your app, you can book any squash courts, you can book your paddle, and you can book all your classes as well. Um, or you can come and see us, and we'll help you out. Cool. That sounds brilliant. I'll to get myself signed onto the blue, it sounds like. That's something that's what I want. Perfect. No problem. Easy peasy. Yeah, easy peasy. That's the way to sign up, um, so you can get yourself a membership or mm-hmm. you know pay. I don't know, one month, whatever. Yeah, and, the, the best know. thing I think is you're not tied into a contract, so you know you do it month on month, or come and join as a couple and uh, and get better value that way as well. There's there's always um, we try to appeal to as many as wide an audience as mm. possible and offer the best value that we can in the area. And I think you couldn't argue that we do that. I do have to say, there's a lot of younger people mm. in the gym a lot now. I, I see a lot coming maybe after school. You see mm. them walking up from school mm. and they, they get changed here and then they go and gym and whatever. It's great mm. to see, isn't it? it is, the, yeah. The wide range of people that we have coming. It really um, is, a, a, because you, you know I'm here all day, so I see the younger ones coming up. I also see like the walking classes coming out, and inevitably that's older people. You know, we've heard over the past couple of weeks from the walking uh, rugby. I've got the walking football coming in to have a chat. The walking netball want to come in and have a chat. And you know, it's it's we do cater for for, yeah. for everyone really. Yeah. Well, that's it, Sharon, for another week. Wow, that's gone really quickly. I, I can't quite believe we've done it live. <laughs> I can't believe we've actually just done the whole thing live. You might have pr- forgotten to press record. <laughs> Don't even, because we'd have to tell him to get sat back down and get his coat off. Oh, we did. If not. Um, but oh, yeah, that's been thanks, Charlie. episode three. Episode season three. Season two. In the bag. Yeah. Um, another amazing episode. I'll tell you what we do need to just do before we finish off today. Volunteer of the week. Yes. I do have a nominee um, who will be joining us in next week's podcast. Um, but just to give you a little taster, he was uh, nominated by um, Mr. Tim Drake, and it is uh, Mr. Mike Glue. So we'll hear from Mike next week. I'm looking forward to that. And yeah. again, if anyone's got any nominations um, for anyone in the yeah, you know in the future um, future episodes, just let us know because you know we want to highlight the work that people are doing yeah. here at the club, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and again, spending just just half an hour, an hour down on the pitches on Sunday morning was just it. It opens your eyes at yeah. how much people give. And and even that, when I came into your office, I think you were signing up another coach, yeah. and yeah. they were getting a photo of of the new yeah. coach with her, her daughter wanted a photo yeah. as well, and you know. It's just great. It's busy. That, Sunday mornings yeah. is, is really busy now for me. Um, it's yeah. hard to get parked. Yes. <laughs> it's so hard to get parked. You never know yeah. where you're going to stand with the parking. You, you, just, you just don't know. I used to saunter up for about 9.30, and now, if I'm not here before half eight, I don't have time to get everything done before people start arriving. So, mm. yeah, it's great. I love it. Yeah, brilliant. Well, that, that ends another episode of From the Touchline here at Silveroid. Um, Sharon, what a great episode. And, of course, if you've liked what you've listened to with, with Jez, um, we'll try and promote as much as we can of what they've been doing yep. and what they've got to do. Um, I think it was the 2nd of... 2nd of September. September. Um, that may or ball. may not have not been told to tell us or not, but we're still <laughs> going to push it anyway. Um, that that sounds incredible. It really yeah, does sound good. if that comes off, that sounds amazing. Yeah. And, of course, they've mentioned some stuff in December as well, back at, um, back at, the, Village Hall. Back at the Village Hall yeah. um, for the Rat Pack there. So, you know, keep an eye out for them and you can get your tickets um, sorted. But, if you're quick. You, yeah, yeah, if you're quick. Cause, uh, I'll have to be very quick if, I, if I'm wanting to get any tickets. You will. Um, but, yeah, from myself, Charlie Hopper, from Sharon Tate, uh, and from everyone at the club, thank you very much for listening. And, of course, we'll see you all uh, in the next episode.